This is the Decoding Obesity Podcast, where we simplify, demystify, and decode obesity, helping you lose weight and feel great. So gear up for a fascinating journey through this ever-evolving field, and let's see what we find. And please remember that the thoughts and opinions on this podcast do not constitute medical advice. Don't forget to visit our website, www.decodingobesity.com, for show notes and more info. And now, here's your host of the Decoding Obesity Podcast, Dr. Avishkar Sabarwal. Hi, friend. I hope you have been enjoying this podcast. By the way, have you left me a review on Apple Podcasts yet? If not, please do so. I know I keep saying this over and over again, but this is exceedingly helpful in this day and age. Firstly, your review and feedback helps me understand how I am doing and where I can improve. Secondly, more positive reviews increase my chances of reaching more people who are looking for a new podcast to listen to and subscribe to. So please help me reach more people. I truly want to be able to help as many as I can through this podcast. All right, let's talk about thyroid as it relates to obesity. Some time ago, one of the listeners actually reached out to me and asked me if intermittent fasting had any impact on the thyroid function. Now, I had never heard or read about the impact of fasting on thyroid function, so I decided to dive into it. I thought, why not do an episode on thyroid function and the thyroid hormone levels as they relate to obesity, in addition to the impact of intermittent fasting on the functioning of thyroid gland itself, if any. I know this is a thing that a lot of people have on their minds. Let's begin by talking about the function of thyroid hormone. Thyroid hormone plays an important role in the regulation of thermogenesis or body heat production and energy expenditure in addition to its role in regulating food intake and glucose and lipid metabolism. People with hypothyroidism would be able to relate to this. They often have intolerance to cold weather and may feel lacking in energy. Because of this role of the thyroid hormone, it has been investigated heavily in obesity. Here's a quick and brief primer on the thyroid hormones. We check TSH or thyroid stimulating hormone as a first step in patients to assess the functioning of the thyroid gland. This is the hormone that actually stimulates the thyroid gland to produce the thyroid hormone. So a higher than normal level of TSH would mean that the thyroid is being stimulated more than it should be. One of the conditions in which this happens is when the thyroid gland isn't producing enough thyroid hormone, which causes the body to produce more of this TSH to stimulate it more in order to meet the body's needs for appropriate level of thyroid hormone. A condition with higher levels of this TSH with normal levels of the thyroid hormones is called subclinical hypothyroidism. Now, interestingly, this was very frequently reported in patients with obesity. Several studies have found that there's a positive correlation between the TSH levels or the thyroid stimulating hormone levels and the BMI. The hypothesis that came along with this was that possibly there's a mild thyroid failure which is involved in the pathogenesis of the obesity itself. It sure seems very plausible since thyroid hormone is an important regulator of metabolism. But as always with science, there is more to the story. Interestingly, there was an article published in 1979 titled Dietary Induced Alterations in Thyroid Hormone Metabolism During Overnutrition. The researchers noted that increased concentrations of T3 levels, which is a type of the thyroid hormone, was present in volunteers who had gained weight due to overfeeding. Research has also shown a decrease in the levels of T3 with fasting and with patients who have anorexia. A more recent study from Denmark evaluated thyroid levels in relation to BMI in a normal population. 
they found that patients who gained more weight over the previous six months had higher TSH levels. We now know that the thyroid hormone level changes with weight in both directions. There was a study done in patients undergoing gastric bypass. The researchers found something very, very interesting. 25% of the patients had subclinical hypothyroidism, but all of these patients reversed this condition in one year after surgery. Not only that, patients who had started with a normal TSH level also lowered their TSH level significantly after one year of surgery. Similarly, there have been studies that have shown that patients with anorexia who have gained the weight have also noted an increase in the TSH or the thyroid stimulating hormone levels while patients with obesity who have lost their weight experience a decrease in their TSH levels. This has led to a paradigm shift in the thinking of hypothyroidism as it relates to obesity. It is debatable whether a patient with obesity should be diagnosed as having subclinical hypothyroidism based only on the elevated TSH levels, which is very commonly seen again in patients with obesity. Another important thing to talk about is the risk of thyroid cancer in obesity. As is the case with the link between obesity and other cancers, there is preliminary data linking obesity with modest increase in the risk of thyroid cancer as well. We have discussed the risk that obesity poses for various malignancies at length in episode 9. Okay, let's switch gears and talk a bit about the impact of fasting on thyroid hormone, which was the original question posed to me. A Google search will take you to a lot of blog posts on the impact of fasting on the thyroid function with some mentioning, you know, it may be harmful in patients with hypothyroidism while others debating this. Well, let's see what science says about this. It is true that there is a decrease in the T3 hormone levels with fasting. But is this clinically significant? Is this significant for patients who have hypothyroidism or low-functioning thyroid? Does this mean that fasting has a negative impact on the thyroid functioning? There was a study done on people with subclinical hypothyroidism, which again is a condition wherein people have high levels of the thyroid-stimulating hormone, but normal levels of the thyroid hormone itself. And they looked at whether there was any difference in the weight loss efficacy in them if they followed a calorie-restricted diet or alternate day fasting. So after six months, while the weight loss was similar in both the groups, the insulin resistance decreased more in people who followed the alternate day fasting. And more importantly, talking about the topic that we're actually talking about, the thyroid hormone levels, if they changed or not, the thyroid hormone levels actually were not affected by alternate day fasting. Another study looked at the impact of starvation on the thyroid hormone. And this is important to understand. When we talk about intermittent fasting, it is very different from starvation. In this study, people fasted for four days. The researchers did find a drop in T3 levels, but these returned to normal after eating a mixed diet. Interestingly though, these levels remained low with a high protein diet. I also came across two other studies which looked at the changes of thyroid function during Ramadan. While these studies did notice an increase in the thyroid stimulating hormone levels, but the authors concluded that it may not be necessary to change the dose of their thyroid medications based on these small changes that they saw. But of course, you know, this needs to be individualized. There was another study from 2016 that looked at the effects of eight weeks of time-restricted feeding, that is 16 hours of fasting and eight hours of eating window on basal metabolism, maximal strength, body composition, inflammation, 
and cardiovascular risk factors in resistance-trained men. They also had similar results. While the T3 levels decreased with time-restricted feeding as we see with other forms of fasting as well, there was no significant change in the thyroid-stimulating hormone levels. So, in the end, I would say that, you know, while there is definitely some change occurring in the body with fasting and the type of diet you're taking with respect to the thyroid hormone levels, but I'm not sure how significant this is clinically. As with everything in medicine, it isn't one size fits all. So definitely, if you have noticed any changes in your thyroid hormone levels with fasting or you're experiencing some symptoms that point towards lower functioning of your thyroid gland, do consult your physician. I know this has been a very science-based and a data-based episode, but I really wanted to lay down all the facts about thyroid hormone as it relates to obesity. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you haven't left me a review yet, I request you to please do so on Apple Podcasts. Well, we're out of time and that's all we have time for today. I'll see you all next time. You've been listening to the Decoding Obesity Podcast. Please remember, the information in this podcast should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever. The thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are solely of the host and his guests and do not constitute medical advice. Views and opinions on this show do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of any organization. And that brings us to the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening in. Don't forget to visit our website, www.decodingobesity.com for show notes and more info. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to rate, review, and subscribe on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Until next time.